I don't care if it's a week, two, four, six, seven, eight. Who do we appreciate? LeBron James. That's who y'all got to start, start appreciating. And you got to stop disrespecting this man. You got AJ Brown, who's a legit number one. And you got Julio, who's a legit number one. One of them dudes got to get double teamed. Who going to get double teamed? And whoever gets double teamed, the other one gets the ball. I'm saying this with no pun intended, but full of pride. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages? Welcome to another episode of the Prideful Takes Podcast. As always, it is with pride here, ready to deliver. Usually on Mondays, I'd have Michael Brooks here uh, alongside. Um, he had to go take care of some family stuff, so you you will see him next week. Uh, Mike, big homie, handle, do what you got to do, bro. I promise I'll hold it down for you. Speaking of holding down, um, LeBron James and Isaiah Stewart last night got into a how Jada Smith would call an entanglement. It was a free throw, arms were hooked, elbows were thrown, and ended up having Isaiah Stewart bloody. I will say this Isaiah Stewart, for all the people who are trying to say, poor kid, that they feel bad for him. That is a play that we literally see every single game. When they pulling, especially when you're down in, you know, in the online trying to get a rebound, arms are always hooked. Matter of fact, forget even foul, like shooting foul uh, free throws. They, even when they're just trying to get a random board, you know what I mean? Someone misses a three or they miss a shot. They try to go to a random board. What happens? They get tangled. So I, I don't understand this notion on how, oh, Braun is dirty, all this stuff. I've never understood it. And the reason I don't understand is because first and foremost, A, this is just something that usually happens. That's number one. Number two, LeBron, when he when he elbowed him, immediately attempted to apologize. Immediately. It's not like Braun was going to go away. Well, people are trying to. People are saying it's a dirty play. A dirty play is what Metal World Peace did years ago to James Harden. He had made, if I'm not mistaken, I believe it was a, it was a free throw. And he kind of was like ecstatic, and he was running. He was kind of like running up the, the the court before he even got to the to the half court line. Way before that, he kind of, James Harden was there, and he kind of just threw his elbow, tucked it in, and he just blasted James Harden with his elbow in the end, and it gave Harden a concussion. That's not this. Immediately, LeBron James was trying to apologize to the kid. He was. This has also been my point going on, right? If you're not going to fight, stop wasting my time. And what I mean by that is this. A lot of players like that rah-rah stuff. And at the end of the day, once I feel like once everyone gets to the bench, once you all get to the bench, it's over and done. That's it. There's nothing else to say. There's nothing else to really do. Once you hit that bench, game over. It is what it is. Moving on. You know, the next let's move, let's move on to the next play. Let's move on to, to you know the next thing. That's not what they did here. That's not what Isaiah Stewart did here. He then tried to run. And here's the thing: before players got involved, Isaiah Stewart had an opportunity to swing if he really wanted to. So now not only are you going to do that, but then you end up leaving, right? You end up going to the bench. What? 
to immediately end up trying to come back at at, at, at Braun? For what? And if you watch LeBron, Braun wasn't coaxing him. He wasn't laughing or nothing. LeBron James was just there like, I'm just waiting. I want the game to go forward. It is what it is. So I, I just don't understand this thing where all of a sudden uh, Isaiah Stewart is his victim or anything like that. Um, I don't blame him for being upset. It's fine. I understand. You know, regardless of his acts or not, if you get hit, you're going to be upset. But don't sit here with all this fake, phony, tough guy stuff because, like I said, you had an opportunity to hit LeBron James. You chose not to. You chose not to. Whatever the reason was, whether you didn't want to do it because, you know, you didn't want to get suspended, whether you did because you, you didn't want to get fined, whatever, whatever the case may be. You, at that moment, made a decision, I am not going to switch. You then go to the bench, and all of a sudden, you found this untapped energy to attempt to then charge. Knowing, knowing while you see everything unfolding, you know I'm not going to be able to reach him. My, I'm at the bench, so, my, so we're going to have players holding me back, coach holding me back, security holding me back, and then the other team holding me back. So again, that like that to me, that is just almost as if it's for clout. Like he just wants to say, just so he could be like, "Oh man, well I tried, man, but I couldn't." No, he didn't try because, like I said, if he wanted to try, you would have had the opportunity. There's just no debate there, in my opinion. There's just no debate. He was in Braun's face, didn't want to swing at him, refused. To, you know, he didn't want to. Again, whatever the case may be, it is what it is. But I'm not gonna sit here and say for him. I'm not. Um. You know, again, it got to the point where, like, excuse me, it got to the point where I'm like, if you, like, look, LeBron James trying to go out of his way to hit to hit the dude up to apologize. And it's kind of funny because, look, Stewart, it's funny. Isaiah Stewart was trying to act like he was a tough guy. This game happened in Detroit, okay? You got your teammates looking at you like, yo, this guy's an idiot. You got your own fans laughing at you. If you're the home team and you, got, and you got the crowd laughing at you, you're done goofed up. You must have done something wrong. You must have taken a misstep. And like I said, his misstep was all of a sudden trying to pretend like he was going to do something. That's where that's where you messed up. Uh, in terms of LeBron, um, oh, and it's kind of ironic. So breaking, um, LeBron James and Isaiah Stewart are going to be suspended for two games. Isaiah Stewart deserves it. LeBron James doesn't because LeBron James didn't do anything wrong. He didn't do anything wrong. Again, for those of you just joining, LeBron James and Isaiah Stewart are both going to be suspended for two games because of what happened. And I 110% disagree. LeBron James didn't do anything. It, 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 was a, it was an unfortunate incident. It was an accident. LeBron James wasn't really trying to antagonize him afterwards. So to spend them two games, it's confusing, but it is what it is. In terms of Isaiah Stewart, he definitely should have been suspended. I would have suspended him more. And and that's just really all there really is to it, in my opinion. Um, Michael Brooks said LeBron was in the wrong. I don't think so, Mike. I don't think so. And the reason I'm saying I don't think Braun was in the wrong was if you watch that play, Isaiah, I, um, Isaiah Stewart is hooking LeBron's arm, and LeBron is trying to rip his arm out. That's kind of a play we see all the time. That's why I'm saying LeBron wasn't, isn't in the wrong. If it was, if he had his arm, and then LeBron had pulled it out, and then Isaiah, and then Isaiah Stewart kind of was looking away and trying to play the ball, and then LeBron did it, yes, that's 110% wrong. 
that's dirty and there's no excuse for it. If that's what would have happened, I get it. But that's not what happened. It was a complete mistake. Afterwards, LeBron immediately tried to apologize. The kid didn't want to hear it. Then the kid goes to his bench and all of a sudden wants to have all his raw rider. So to me, I like look, I'm not maybe it's just me, but when I'm when they, I'm not gonna suspend someone based because of an accident and then they're not antagonizing it. Like LeBron James then separated himself and was like, look, bro, I'm chilling. I'm not doing nothing. You can't you can't hit me with the oh, you're antagonizing him, you're looking at him wrong. Nothing. So for me, I do I I don't I I I disagree with LeBron James getting suspended. Um because again, he didn't do anything wrong. That's just me. I don't think he did anything wrong. Although he was too tough. Look, man, Isaiah Stewart was trying to get, get, uh, gain clout. Um, and I, I'm going to tell you this right now. You, you did it the wrong way. If, if you really wanted to get clout, you know what you should have done in your 19 minutes? Score more than four points. If, that, if, that's, if, if you want to get clout, that's how you get it. Go be a good player. You want clout? Stop letting them take advantage every time you get in a mismatch. If you want clout, stop being weak interior. Having, stop having weak interior defense. Like to me, it's it's I don't I don't agree with the suspension in terms of them. Um, I definitely do for Stewart because, like I said, this dude, um, this dude literally went to the bench and then tried to run after ask, like towards. I thought he was going to do something. I, that's just confusing to me. Um, I, I Again, I'm not a fan of it. It is what it is. But I will say this in terms of uh, Isaiah, Isaiah Stewart. He's going to come back and expect the homecoming. He, gonna, he better get reprimanded in-house. Like, Dwayne Casey better look at this kid and said, bro, you're on thin ice. Because that, that, that was completely and utterly ridiculous. Um but again, it is what it is uh, to each their own. Um, some people are going to say because it's LeBron, he needs to get suspended. Um, like, but I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't agree with that. I don't. Like I said, um, you know, when if we're not going to sit here and suspend a dude. Um, uh, and by the way, I misspoke. So LeBron James was suspended one game. Isaiah Stewart was suspended for two. Um, but even then, I don't think LeBron James should have been suspended. Um, he didn't really do anything. It was an accident. He tried to apologize. And at the end of the day, like, like, come on, like, you're out here trying to run after the dude and the dude's just chilling. You try to apologize. You didn't want to accept the apology and it is what it is. Um, but to each their own, it's going to be interesting to see what happens because it, I don't think. In terms of like an appeal, I don't think LeBron James is gonna is gonna try to appeal his suspension. You, know, I, I think it was an accident. It looked like an accident, and the reason I'm saying it was it looked like an accident was because it literally looked like every other play you see, not just in the foul line, but when guys go up to get rebounds, a lot of times their arms get stuck to get like you know they they always love hooking each other, and they pulled it out, and that was the same thing. Like that literally, that's literally how it went. It was the same thing. Um, that's just how it looked like. And a lot of people agree. 
Like a lot, even there's a lot of LeBron haters out there who even agree and say, bro, that that was um that was an accident. And again, if it wasn't an accident, why would then LeBron James like LeBron James is not gonna think about it, do it, and then all of a sudden try to apologize? Like he immediately tried to apologize. Like, like nah, like you know, like LeBron James, if if he wants to smoke, he'll ask for it. That's just how I look at it. He's done. He's done it before in his career. When he, you know what I mean, like there's times where he kind of lost control. And he did like a stupid hard foul. We've seen LeBron James do that. This was not it. So, like again, I don't. I don't again, maybe it's me, but I don't. I, in no way, shape, or form. Um, there's just for me, not only LeBron fans think otherwise. No, nah, I mean look. At the end of the day, I'm telling you, Mike, at the end of the day, the way I look at it is this. Was it intentional? No, was it? Was it? We've seen this play 101 times, and sometimes it ends up in a bloody mess. Other times, the guy just has a knot. Other times, the guy, you know, has some tough skin, and doesn't happen. It was unfortunate that he ended up getting bloody. It's unfortunate. But, A, I don't think it was intentional. And, B, if y'all going to defend Isaiah Stewart for being, like, like, come on, bro. If he really wanted to scrap, he could have swung at Bron. He had plenty of time and opportunity. He had a good, what, three, four seconds? He had an opportunity to. For whatever reason, he chose not to. Cool. Goes to the bench. And all of a sudden has this, all this rah-rah. Meanwhile, the entire time, LeBron James isn't coaxing him. He's not making jokes. He's not chirping back. He's kind of just like, I'm here chilling. So that's just me. Um, I, at the end of the day, all look, LeBron James did what he was supposed to do. It's unfortunate this happened, but I, 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 this does not mean that he's dirty, and this clearly does not mean that uh, it was intentional. I don't see anything like that. Um, fact, you're right. He did have plenty of intention. And that's really my only issue with this whole thing. That's my only issue. You have plenty of space and opportunity to. Then you all of a sudden choose to have all this energy and all this righteousness when you get back to the bench. That's my only issue. Because the thing is, once you get to the bench, it's over. It's done with. Now we're moving on. For you to try to reignite it, bro, you're wasting time now. Now you're just wasting time. That's really all it comes down to, you know. That's really that's that's the only issue I have with, with, with what he did. If Stewart wants to get upset, I understand. If you want to say your piece, LeBron, I get it. Regardless if it's an accident or not, when you get hit like that, you're gonna want to say your piece. So I have no issue with him wanting to say his piece. Here's my only thing: don't run away, don't or not run away. Don't don't go to the bench. Then all of a sudden, run away from the bench, talking about oh yeah, I'm about that business. No, you're not, because you guys had you he had the opportunity. Chose not to. Um, at the end of the day, I'll be screaming this, even though it's only two games. Free Bron. Clay Thompson has been cleared to be a full participant in practice, which means he is on track to return around within a week of Christmas Day. Now that you know Warriors are clicking on all all cylinders right now, they got the best record in basketball right now. Obviously, the number one team in the West. What are the expectations for Clay when he returns? Well, first and foremost, I'm going to say this. If I'm if I'm the Golden State Warriors, the instant Clay Thompson comes back, I'm going to be a yo, Clay, 
How do you want to proceed? Do you want to do you want to come in nice and easy, or do you want us to try to get you back into it? Do you want us to try to force you some touches? I want to see what Clay wants to do. If Clay wants to just be calm, cool, and collected and handle his business, fine. If he wants to get forced back, cool. The, also depends on their record. If they have a decent record where they can kind of give up some some gains, I would expect them to try, try to force Clay into that. I've said this before, and I'll say this again: an eighty percent Clay Thompson, an eighty percent Clay Thompson with how this entire team, this entire team, top to bottom, is playing. Obviously, Steph is playing phenomenal basketball right now. You can, you know, MVP style, no debate whatsoever. Um, Jordan Poole is helping become a, a very efficient and very dependable scorer. Andrew Wiggins is very solid for his role. Um, now that all those guys are there, now not only are they stepping up, it now gives Draymond Green some time to breathe. So instead of him having to be that guy every night, which he could not do, you're now fitting him back in the role that he had back when Golden State was successful. With all that, and now you're gonna put Clay in there. So I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm liking where Golden State is. If you're a Golden State fan, you should be ecstatic. Um, in terms for Clay Thompson, I expect him to. He's not. He never. I don't want to say he's not athletic, because you know, offensively, I think he'll be fine. Because he's a nice spot up shooter. I think he'll be fine. I think where we will see the dip is defensively. I think defensively is where we're going to see the dip where Clay's not going to look the same. You're going to notice that Clay defensively he looks as he looks different. He looks like he took a step back. And at the end of the day when it comes to Clay coming back, you, you like the Warriors were there right now. They can afford time. They can afford time. That's something they can afford. That's something they can take a break on and say, you know what? Let's let's forget the throw. Let's go from here. Let's go from there. Let's see what's going on. They have that time. They have that ability. They have that. They have that chance that they can afford to wait a little bit. They can afford to give Clay two weeks to get into a rhythm, so that way they can click back on all cylinders. But yeah, they have that. They have the opportunity. Not only are they winning basketball, they're winning without him. And again, Clay's not ball dominant. So it's not like you got, you know what I mean? Like he kind of fits perfectly with what Golden State has. So he'll just naturally fit back in and they'll be fine. Like I said, it'll probably be a couple weeks for him to get back used to, you know, because again, practice shape is different than, than in game shape. No debate. So I feel like if you give him a few weeks, he'll be okay. But I think Clay Thompson, the expectations for him um, shouldn't, I'm not going to say high, but respectable. I still expect them to average about 15 points per game efficiently. Um, maybe a, maybe a couple boards. I'd say I'd say 15, four and three, right? Let's say if he gives me something along those lines, I'll be all right. Then as time goes on, time goes on. Because again, this is a Clay Thompson that we've seen can go nuclear. He can go nuclear. He has that type of shooting ability. Um, so in terms of how Clay should be, this is really a clear cut answer. Um, the expectation should be solid because of what he's done in the past. And I expect him to be able to build up on that, um, to make sure that he can give the team everything he has 
Um, in terms of the games we have today on the slate, we got the Hornets at the Wizards, Nets at Cavs, Thunder at Hawks, Rockets at Celtics, Timberwolves at Pelicans, the Pacers at the Bulls, Magic at Bucks, Suns at Spurs, Grizzlies at Jazz, Sixers at Kings. The game I personally am going to be keeping a very close eye on is the Grizzlies. Um, John Morant is clearly right now trying to make a case he deserves to be MVP. And if he ends up winning this game, um, carrying them, might I add, it'll be very, very, very interesting. By the way, Nets and Cavs is also another one to look out for because I do believe the Nets need a bounce-back win, and this is actually a pretty – not really a bounce-back win, but they need to start getting on a roll um, in terms of being able to put long stretches of games together to go on a pretty solid win streak um, because Golden State has done it. Obviously, the Suns have done it. Um, you know, a, a lot of the top teams have done it. So the Nets, who people still believe are, can win the title, they also need to be able to do that. Um, but speaking of recaps, we're going to break down the NFL um, this Sunday. That just happened. It was wildness. Um, obviously, we already spoke about the Patriots game. But in terms of the other Sunday slated games, Ravens beat the Bears 16-13. to Packers beat the Vikings uh, th- or, I'm sorry, the Vikings beat the Packers 34 to 31. Uh, Colts Mayhem, the Bills 41 15. Browns barely edged out the Lions 13 to 10. The Washington football team played solid offensive football to get the 27 to 21 win over Carolina. The Texans upset the Titans 22 to 13. The 49ers handled the business against the Jags to win 30 to 10. The Miami Dolphins. They ended up beating the Jets 24-17. The Eagles knocked off the Saints 40-29. The Bengals got back in the win column after their bye week, 32-30, uh, 32-13 over the Raiders. Um, and what everyone was billing as the game of the week, which I cannot believe at all, uh, Chiefs and Cowboys, uh, obviously Kansas City uh, beat the Cowboys 19-9. Uh, Cardinals ended up beating the Seahawks. 23 to 13, which I believe is the beginning of the end of the Russell Wilson era in uh, Seattle. The Chargers um, beat one in a very entertaining game against the Steelers, 41 to 37. Um, so obviously, uh, talking about the Ravens game, um, Lamar Jackson does not have COVID, but he was sick to the point where they didn't want to they didn't want to play him, or at least he wasn't ready uh, to be able to play. And to his best ability, to his best potential. Um, so they ended up having Tyler Huntley, who had a solid game, 26 of 36, 219 yards, no touchdowns, one interception. Um, it was it was all right. Um, uh, Devontae Freeman, 16 carries for 49 yards. Tyler Huntley had seven scrambles for 40 yards. Um, uh, Latavius Murray um, had 10 touches for 32 yards. By the way, Devontae Freeman had one touchdown. And uh, Patrick Ricard uh, had one touch for uh, two yards in terms of receiving. Mark Andrews had a pretty good game. Eight yards, uh, eight receptions for 73 yards. Sammy Watkins had 48 yards. Um, Rashad Bateman added 29. And Devontae Freeman was using the backfield as well. Six receptions for 31 yards. In terms of the Bears, Justin Fields ended up getting injured. So Andy Dalton had to come in. And immediately coming in, Andy Dalton with the touchdown. But, um, uh, even though they had they did score that touchdown in the third quarter, I believe they did miss the point after, um, which ended up leaving them at six. And then, oh, I'm sorry, um, it was the, the fourth quarter touchdown is where they missed it. Um, 
the first touchdown through the third quarter, they hit the point after. The Ravens just did look, not only was Lamar Jackson out, but so was Hollywood. So this was going to be a tough game. However, the Bears also did have a fair share of injuries as well. This was a very messy game. If you really watched the game, it was oof, it was a messy game. But you understood why. You understood with both teams having injuries, especially with Justin Fields um, going down, and I believe it was a rib injury he had. Um, um, you know, he tried to try, try to do his thing, and Dalton came 11 23, 201 yards, two touchdowns. Um, David Montgomery had 14 touches for 54 yards. Um, in terms of receiving, uh, Marquise Goodwin had a touchdown, um, and so did Darnell Mooney um, to help the you know, to try to keep the Bears in it. But at the end of the day, we all know Baltimore got the one. Right now they're 7-3. and three. Um, uh, Lamar Jackson is expected to play next week. Um, they don't believe that it, what he had, they said it was non-COVID related. So they don't think he's going to miss that much time. They just want to give him a little bit of – they just wanted to give him that this one week to relax. And at the end, they've got the win. So at the end of the day, it, it's not really bothering them to the point where it's like, oh, my goodness, how could you, how could you? Um, next week, they do play the Browns, so having him and Hollywood come back for that game will be very helpful. Packers and Vikings, obviously the Vikings won. Um, this definitely was a very high-scoring game. Aaron Rodgers, 23 of 33, uh, 385 yards with four touchdowns. A.J. Dillon had 11 carries with 53 yards. Um, and Aaron Rodgers himself scrambled twice for 21 yards in terms of receiving. Marque Marquise Valdez-Scantling. Valdez Four receptions, 123 yards with a touchdown. Devontae Adams had two touchdowns, and so did Josiah Deguara. Look, people like to poo-poo on Kirk Cousins, and I'm telling people, Kirk Cousins is not a bad quarterback. He's not. Um, he's not the best, but I like him. He's a very solid quarterback. He went 24 for 35, 341 yards with three touchdowns, zero interceptions. Dalvin Cook, 22 carries for 86 yards with a touchdown. So the receiving, Justin Jefferson had two touchdowns. And Adam Thielen had one as well. This was not a defensive game. Let's just call it what it is. It was a very high, uh, high offense every single time. When Aaron Rodgers, especially towards the end of it, um, the um, the fourth quarter, Aaron Rodgers scored a touchdown. Boom, they answered right back. The Vikings did, um, and that it was a very entertaining game. Um, that right there to me was the game of the week. That really was. I enjoyed it. It was a great back and forth affair. And the obviously we're gonna have to talk about excuse me, the primetime game, um, the eight o'clock game, the Steelers and the Chargers. Um, big Ben Roethlisberger, 28 for 20 for 44, uh, 273 yards for three touchdowns. Um, Najee Harris got 12 carries for 39 yards with a touchdown. Really was not that effective. Um, in terms of receptions, uh, Patrick uh, uh, Firemuth, uh, he had a touchdown. Eric Ebron had a touchdown, and so did Deontay Johnson. Moving on to the Chargers, Justin Herbert played a phenomenal game, 30 for 41, 382 yards, three touchdowns, and one pick. Um, Justin Herbert, he, 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 he had wheels on him. He showed it, nine carries for 90 yards. Um, Austin Eckler, he, he uh, 11 carries, 50 yards, two touchdowns. So receiving, Mike Williams had a touchdown, and Austin Eckler had two touchdowns as well. So this was this was a very entertaining Sunday. I will say this, and I've said it before. I am hoping that the Lions can get a win, and I am going to continue to cheer for them and wave my pom-poms in the air for them until they get that win. 
follow us on Twitter uh, at Prideful Takes. Not only do we put up news, memes, all that good stuff, but if there's anything you guys want to tag me in um, to talk about, anything like that, feel free, and I'll see it, and I'll see if we can bring it onto the show. Uh, catch us on Facebook. Um, not only do we go live and post up memes and all that stuff, but we also – that's kind of where we do a lot of the watch-alongs and stuff that I'm going to get into. And if you don't have a Facebook, that's okay. We're on YouTube at Prideful Takes. Visit our website, www.pridefultakes.com. Not only do we have every episode of the podcast up there, but we also have original articles up there. And check us out on Spotify and Apple Podcasts at Prideful Takes Podcast. As always, ladies and gentlemen, it has been your boy Pride. And an honor. And I will see you guys Wednesday where I have a very special guest. There's going to be a lot of screaming and a lot of arguing. So you guys definitely don't want to miss it. But like I said, it's been your boy Pride. And I'll see you guys on Wednesday. Knew where that was going. That was a great read. Oh, Lillard from the logo. That'll quiet the two on the season. Second and one for the Bills. They handle the rush. Allen looking. It's out. To to Shohei Otani, center field. Let's watch it go. Did several of those inside low kicks. Oh.